Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. A very good Saturday morning to you. New York Vinny here with you on Drive Time Radio, our little weekly get-together that we do every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock or thereabouts, and we always thank you for uh, joining us right away. We have a, uh, what I hope is an enjoyable show for you this morning, a bit of a strange twist in it as I was doing the research uh, for the show. Uh, I came across something that I had never known existed. And, you know, I'm a curious guy. When I find something that I didn't know existed, I want to know more about it. So a little later in the show, we will uh, talk to you about people who love their cars. Literally. Yes, literally. Anyway, who knew? Did you know? I didn't know. But there are people out there who love their cars, literally. Uh, Jill Simonillo is going to join us from... uh, uh, pickup truck and SUV magazine and website and everything. And she is um, one of the foremost authorities in the country on pickup trucks and SUVs and all things around them. Uh, not to mention that she's a budding TikTok star. She does her reviews on TikTok and has had much success because she uses a sense of humor when she does these things. And um, she is at the Chicago Auto Show. Chicago is her hometown. And we will uh, have her tell us uh, what's hot and what's not at the Chicago Auto Show, which is going on at McCormick Place as we speak. People are filing in for the uh, public days. They had the big party last night that they usually do. And today it opens up. People, uh, it's on a smaller scale. And certainly people are still, I think there's still a little uh, COVID fatigue about going into places uh, like the auto shows and, you know, uh, spending time with a lot of people in an enclosed place. I think that uh, although you have, uh, you know, the uh, the brave and, and, and unmasked truckers uh, north of the border, uh, you know, most people of, uh, of sanity are still thinking, well, do I want to just go spend a whole bunch of time with a whole bunch of people who maybe or may not be vaccinated or anything else? I'll leave that up to you. I'm not going to listen. Uh, you know how I feel about it. Uh, it, you're crazy if you don't get vaccinated in my book. And um, that's that. What else can I tell you about it? I, I mean, it's like, you know, I think it, it starts to become like uh, the cry wolf thing, you know, as, as people scream about it, scream about it so much that you just kind of tune it out, um, which is sad because it's something that can save lives. And, you know, please, please, uh, to quote my friend uh, Briggs, on YouTube, stop typing. Uh, you're not going to change my mind about it, so don't waste your breath talking to somebody else. Um, vaccinations, in my opinion, are good, and everybody should be required to take one. Uh, because it's not about freedom, it's about health. So, be that as it may, we will uh, we'll talk to Jill about the Chicago Auto Show and uh, the uh, increasing presence of smaller, lighter, and more nubile pickup trucks Uh, See what's coming down the uh, pike electric-wise as far as pickup trucks, as well as uh, get her thoughts on where the uh, whole pickup truck business is headed right now. Never hotter than it is right now. They're selling every pickup truck that they can stamp out. And uh, what is interesting to people is that the smaller pickup trucks are selling like hotcakes. The smaller pickup trucks are have found uh, a niche in our uh, pickup truck society, and more manufacturers have them on the drawing boards or getting ready to get into production, so that fairly soon, probably by the end of next year, you should see uh, smaller, lighter electric pickup trucks from most major manufacturers. 
and even some that aren't so major. I mean, the uh, Rivian pickup, while not smaller, is taking the electric world by storm. I saw one on the street um, the other day, and it's a fine-looking truck. It's uh, quirky enough that it draws your attention. You know it's not a Ram or a Chevy or a Ford. You know that it's something different. Uh, one of the things that they're looking at at the Chicago Auto Show is the new uh, Silverado pickup truck, the electric Silverado that has been rolled out. And that's something that I think is going to be a huge seller uh, for Chevrolet, uh, the Hummer pickup, the GMC Hummer pickup is on display at Chicago. And we'll be able to talk to Jill about that as well. How was your week? Okay. I mean, you do, everybody doing okay, I guess. Um, finally, some sunshine, so you can't beat that. Man, it's just nice to uh, open up the sunroof and roll down the windows and uh, you know, breathe in some fresh air and get a little vitamin C or D or whatever the uh, sun is cranking out on your skin and feeling like, all right, man, uh, maybe this uh, long national nightmare of darkness is over. Maybe we'll get to, we'll see the sun before five o'clock or, or after five o'clock, finally, which I think is now uh, truth. I think it now has gotten 525 30 something like that and the sunsets this week have been beautiful i mean i love to get in the car and go and take pictures uh out at sunset with the cars and as you can see them on the uh, facebook page and on my twitter page and uh, it's just been a fantastic week uh for that kind of thing to go out and take pictures uh of the sun uh coming up and going down so if you're a camera person, that's something that's really cool uh, that's happening right now. Uh, people out, uh, I, you know, I love it. I, I love when people, you know, springtime and, and, and I'm, I'm going to have to get with, with Nathan here at some point. We're going to have to try to figure out some kind of a car photography contest. Um, send us in your best picture of your car. Or we'll get uh, we'll try to get some prizes or something for it and uh, shoot us in your best picture. and. You know, we'll, uh, we'll send you out a prize. Don't do it yet because we haven't worked out all the details, but I just enjoy seeing people out this time of year when the weather is nice, setting their cars up to take pictures, you know, and uh, you, you get that first, uh, the first few nice days after the darkness and you see people down uh, by the waterfront Edmonds and out at Golden Gardens and, all, you know, all, all the familiar places uh, that people go to uh, photograph their cars with their kids or a combination in some shape, manner, or form of both. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I love seeing people out there uh, shining up their cars, taking care of them, cruising out to, uh, to a, a Dick's or, or uh, you know, one of the other drive-in burger joints that are around uh, that, uh, you know, that you, uh, this time of year, you start to enjoy again. You're not, you know, in your car with the heater going full blast and the, you know, or, you know, you try to eat a hamburger and stop it from shaking while it's uh, going in your mouth. So all of that's happening as far as automotive news this week, stuff that has been happening, uh, you know, with the Chicago auto show, there's been a couple of, uh, of debuts at the Chicago auto show. I think uh, one of the major ones, is uh, the uh, the folks at Ford rolled out a Bronco as if they didn't have enough forms of this car out there already. Uh, but uh, they they put an addition out there this week that was uh, that was a very interesting uh, addition of the Bronco made to go. I guess you'd say it was made to go even further off road uh, than the current ones already do so that's a very interesting uh, uh, uh development but this uh this ford bronco um uh, everglades edition <laughs> is um something that uh you know now you start to get into these uh, different 
additions and add-ons and things like that. And the Everglades edition has uh, struck a chord with people. Um, they really seem to like it, or at least what their initial reaction is at the, at the show. And it's, uh, you know, some people, uh, my friend Brian uh, Cooley over at uh, CNET called it a swamp rat, which, you know, kind of kind is. It's built for uh, more serious, the more serious off-roader. It's got the, uh, you know, the air, the snorkel air canister and bigger skid plates. And, you know, if you're a serious off-roader, if you're somebody that's saying, I'm, I'm going to push the limits here a little bit, I'm going to take this thing and I'm going to get as far away from people as I can, which these days, many times seems to be a good idea. No, um, I'm going to get away from people. I'm going to get myself up into a place where they're not going to be able to find me. Uh, the 2022 Everglades has its um, own particular color, uh, own particular equipment. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head what the price is, but I'm going to think you're in the you know in the seventy uh, seventy thousand dollar range, uh, somewhere in there. But as I said, you have the snorkel, you have the winch, you have the skid plates. Um, they think they're going to open this thing up for ordering in March. So it has the, uh, the, the seven goat modes, which is goes over any type of terrain. Uh, the Sasquatch package, uh, the worn winch and intake snorkel, 35 inch mud terrain tires and marine grade vinyl seats with washout flooring. So you, you know, you pop the cap on the, on the seat, you hose it out, and you're good to go. Got an interesting color to this thing, kind of a kind of an off-white with the black top, and uh, it, it really it's a, it's a sharp-looking vehicle. Uh, we just uh, reviewed the Bronco not but a couple of weeks ago, and uh, as a matter of fact, there's a, a goodbye video up on our YouTube channel at Golden V Media that you can look at and see uh, you know what I thought about the the regular Bronco, and I'll be very interested in driving uh, and taking off-road this souped-up edition of the Bronco. It's, um, uh, you know, as I said in, in my uh, review of this thing, uh, this is the first car I've seen in a while uh, that is going to give the Jeep Wrangler a run for its money. And that doesn't include, okay, folks, the Land Rover, which you know, is kind of out there in a class all by itself because it has luxury and off-road capability. If you want to hand somebody that great Poupon uh, in the middle of a dense rainforest, you know, the Land Rover is, is the one that's going to get you there along with the Bronco and a, a few other vehicles in that class. Uh, but this uh, Bronco Everglades seems to take you a notch below as far as luxury and maybe a notch above as far as serviceability of a vehicle that you can take and buy and take off into the woods and expect that fairly anything that happens to you, you're going to be able to get yourself out of. That winch in these cars means so much. It really does because, you know, if you get into trouble, you hook this thing around a tree and you pull the car out. You know, you're a one-man wrecking crew with this thing. So that's something, uh, again, as I say, that we will see, uh, like I say, it will be uh, uh, this summer before you'll see one on the street. Hopefully they will get into the press fleet before that, and we will get a chance to drive it and maybe even take it uh, off-road somewhere with some cell signal and give you a look at it, uh, you know, trying to do a little bit more of that as uh, technology progresses uh, to try to get to a place where, we can do these, you know, we can take you for a ride on a Saturday morning in the car and uh, do that. Uh, as far as Chevy is concerned, people got their first look at the electric Silverado at the Chicago Auto Show. And um, I won't give a lot of that away, but uh, Jill Simonillo will join us uh, in the next segment. By the way, Nathan, uh, our erstwhile producer, is now we now call him Uncle Nate. 
How are you, Uncle Nate? Doing well, and so is the baby, still remaining healthy. Any, any after a week now of being an uncle, any, uh, any, any different feelings? Oh, feel well, it's really cute to see uh, her first video of her getting a case of the baby hiccups. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Here they go. <laughs> Sounds. <laughs> no, no, do that again, Nathan. I don't know. I can't replicate it, but it kind of sounds like if you're opening a, <laughs> like a, maybe a cork bottle or something, like taking out the cork and it goes like that. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds like a sort of that sound whenever she gets the hiccups. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, that the baby stuff is going good for Uncle Nate. All right, Nathan, while we have you, do you have a particular um, question that you might want to ask me this morning? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, Nate, you're on the case, Pally. Uh, what am I driving this week? Oh, Nathan, I think you're going to like this one, man. I'm driving the uh, uh, 2022 Mini Cooper S model. And um, I love this car. Oh, do I love this car. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those cars where it's distinct. And, you know, I like that about cars. It look, doesn't look like everything on the road, except for other Mini Coopers. And there are quite a number of them on the road. But it's, it's different. It's got a little bit of power to it. It has, um, it's roomy inside. Matter of fact, deceivingly roomy for a car that, um, it's not a big car, but yet when you get in it and you're sitting in your slide, if you're a big person like me, there's a lot of room in it. You don't feel crowded. You don't feel jammed in. You don't feel like, uh, you know, you're, you're scrunched up in there. Sometimes you get in a small car like that. You, you know, if you're a big person, you're like, Oh my God, I can't wait to get out of this thing. Uh, but the, uh, the mini Cooper really hits the mark. Uh, with uh, spaciousness and roominess and ability to stretch your legs and kind of, you know, um, man sit a little bit and kind of open things up and, you know, feel comfortable in it. And it's, uh, to me, that's an important thing. If you're going to drive a small car, uh, you know, you got to find one that's designed so that you feel comfortable in that car. And, and the Mini Cooper brings the comfort. And it also... Nathan brings um, a great audio system. I know oh, you're yeah. an audio guy. Um, and and the, uh, the Harman Kardon system in this thing, uh, not only is it uh, orally with an AU uh, pleasing, uh, it, it hits all the marks as far as a, a stereo system, uh, but visually, because it has the uh, the lights that go around uh, the center clock, the center uh, gauge cluster, which is you know very big and very round, and it really gives the car, uh, you know, it, it, it integrates the car's lighting with the music, and uh, you know it, it it you know turns from orange to red and stuff like that. So it's not obtrusive it's not it doesn't like take over the whole car like the disco speakers in the kia soul does but it it touches um the visual sense in you in the dark which is kind of cool i mean it, it, it i i can imagine taking a long trip in this car with that you know lights going off and everything and uh it not letting you fall asleep there's probably a, a safety factor in there somewhere. So that's the, uh, the Mini Cooper. Uh, it's about $36,000 uh, as it sits outside of my driveway. And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying driving this car. And that's one of the things I always look for when I drive a car. Even if it's an Econo box, whatever it is, I always enjoy um, putting together facts about the car and uh, the comfort and uh, the style of the car. And this is a car that even though the styling of this car is older than us, well, older than you at least, I don't know. That's about, I think it might be as old as I am. It, um, it stands up, it stands up today. And the little things they do to improve it, the little things they come up with to improve it, uh, carries the day with this car. And um, they've announced just this week, uh, Cooper did, uh, uh, Mini, Mini did, Mini, 
that there's going to be three new additions. They're milking this thing for all they can get out of it. There's going to be three new additions of this car that are going to hit the streets um, this coming year, a little bit later this year. And so once again, they'll put this body style through another evolution, and we'll see. I don't think they're due for a, um, a, 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 an update, a refresh of this car uh, for another few years. So, but in some ways, I, I find that nice because you're not sitting there driving something that uh, looks like it's uh, it's old. I mean, it looks like the, the, the Cooper you're rolling off the showroom floor today, the 2022-2023, looks like the, uh, you know, the 1999. So you're not, uh, you know, it's it's not one of those things where you buy one, it's, oh, that, that thing looks old. It, it's as stylish today as when John Cooper started banging these things out uh, and Minnie started banging them out back in the, in the 60s. It still has, carries that cachet to it. Uh, that people uh, enjoy so much. So I'll, uh, I'm looking forward to my week in this car, driving it around, getting uh, winks and nods from you know people who, who dig it. And uh, we'll go from there. We'll see how this thing, uh, how it uh, plays out, how it does on a, a nice long road trip. We're going to hit the road with it today, and we'll have a lot of fun with it. All right, when we come back, Jill Simonello from uh pickup truck and suv uh talk is going to join us on this morning's drive time you're on 1150 kknw american cars guzzle gas american cars are all style and no substance american cars don't last to all that american motors says nuts this american motors concord and this spirit are built to be more than just good looking they're tough tougher than ever before the only American cars with galvanized steel and 100% of the exterior body panels. That's right, 100%. And Concorde and Spirit are more fuel efficient than ever before. This Concorde actually gives you better mileage than Chevy Citation. Only the tough Americans give you Z-Bard factory rust protection and a full five-year no rust through warranty. Top can be beautiful. Plus the exclusive American Motors buyer protection plan. Still with the best economy car warranty coverage in the industry. Concord and Spirit for good-looking high-mileage cars don't sell the tough American short. Concord and Spirit, built to last from American Motors. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And welcome back to Drive Time Radio Saturday morning as uh, we're hoping the sun's going to come out today. They're talking about that. So if you're uh, going up to Cars and Coffee and Shoreline, uh, get up there and have a little fun. Wax the car up and get out there and uh, show your stuff as we like to say. Uh, Speaking about showing our stuff, how about if we go to Chicago, where they are showing, well, the automotive world is showing their stuff at uh, the Chicago Auto Show, the first big auto show of the year. Jill Simonello, our old friend, joins us, of course, managing editor from Pickup Truck and SUV Talk and uh, a million other things that that, that she does. But I, I, I enjoy her all the time on TikTok because she does the best <laughs> car videos I've seen on TikTok. I try to imitate her and I can't, but she's with us now instead of on TikTok. Jill, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, good. You know, it's uh, we're, uh, we're waiting for the sun and we're checking out everything that's going on automotive-wise. And uh, <laughs> it brings us to the Chicago Auto Show and brings us to um, my first question, which is, is there any internal combustion engine cars that are being shown off there or is it just all totally electric down? Uh, you know, it, 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 this is Chicago. So I like to call this show the meat and potatoes of the auto show um, syndicate because it is literally like the Midwest. You get a lot of SUVs. You get a lot of, um, you know, pickup trucks here. And so, yes, I mean, there are EVs, um, but there are still going to be a lot of your um, ICE internal combustion engine um, vehicles here. And, you know, one of the, the probably one of the biggest um, things that was revealed here was actually the Bronco Everglades edition. So wow. um, another Ford Bronco edition. And um, so obviously not um, a hybrid, not a plug-in, not an electric vehicle. It's full on. Um, you know, gasoline engine and um, looks pretty cool. It's got, you know, a, a factory installed winch and a snorkel. And uh, it has, um, you know, it, it, some interesting color combinations on the interior. And um, it's uh, washed out, like you can wash out the interior. So from the vinyl 
seats to the, the floor. Um, it's pretty cool. So, and by the way, while we're talking, I do have to apologize. If people are hearing background noise, I'm in the media center at the Chicago Auto Show and they're, they're kind of setting stuff up and breaking things down. So um, I, I do want to apologize for that. <laughs> no problem. We like the ambiance. We like the whole, you know, I was looking to see yeah, yes. one of the dogs standing next to a microphone or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, those are over in the Subaru stand and I have uh, plenty of pictures I'm going to be posting later of all of the cute puppies in the Subaru stand. <laughs> oh yeah, they did that. You know, they do that at all. Uh, at most of their auto shows now, I think, and he did it last uh, November. I was doing a live shot yeah. from there and standing right next to the puppies. And, you know, nobody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at the matter of fact, I'm actually walking over now and looking at the dogs, you know, and it's right. so interesting to show. Um, right. So what, what the Bronco is an interesting, I, I just did a, um, a, a goodbye video on it. And I just, you know, I fell in love with this vehicle. I mean, I just absolutely am, am like, I'm, I mean, I don't get smitten by cars that often, but boy, this one, just this, between this and the Maverick, it just seems like everything Ford is touching right now is turning to gold and Chevy doesn't seem yeah. to be able to do anything right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with the Bronco. Um, I think it's really cool. It looks amazing. Uh, the details and the finishing touches um, are really, really spot on and nice, but it's, I took one to Indianapolis and the road noise, uh, was just like, I would not want to spend three hours in that car ever again. Cause it was just, the road noise was overwhelming going like over 70 miles an hour, um, with, um, you know, on the highway, highway speeds and it was the hard top. So it was kind of a surprise for me. I did not expect the, the road noise and the wind noise to be so loud. And, and it kind of makes me think somebody put the top on wrong or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because I, even in my review, I said um, that it, it must be a generational thing because I see a lot of people complain about the road noise. I came up in the era of when you bought a Bronco or a Blazer, there was road right. noise. I mean, that's what that's what it was. Right, it was right. Truck. So you didn't really, you know, so I, I'm driving it and I'm, I'm hearing the noise, but it's like, okay, this is kind of normal. You know, if I want right. quiet, I'll buy a, you know, an infinity or something like that. It is interesting, a different perspective. I was right. impressed with it, how it handled on the road. Now, that was one of the things that really impressed me about the Bronco. They, they kind of struck the right balance with that car. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, it's like I said, it's one of those things that, you know, I love it, um, kind of didn't like it in the uh, off, you know, the on road situation, but it's super capable. I've driven it on off road situations. It's pretty amazing. And yes, everything Ford is touching these days seems to be turning to gold. <laughs> what did you see at the show now? Um, obviously, I didn't get to the show, but I heard it was besides the uh, Bronco Everglades, GM rolled a few things out that we've been wanting to see in person. Uh, and anything that, uh, uh, that from the big three that you looked at that kind of turned you on? Yeah, so, um, you know, speaking of EVs, um, we got to see the Silverado EV for the first time in person. So, like, we've seen pictures of it. It's been, you know, out and about. And, um, but, but, like, this is the first time the public are really going to get the chance to see it at an auto show. And um, so I got to do a walk around with the chief engineer. And that video is going to be on the Pickup Truck Plus SUV Talk YouTube channel uh, either tonight or tomorrow. Um, and she kind of walked us through the details. And uh, we looked at the interior, we looked at the exterior. And um, that is a really cool vehicle. And a lot of people have said that, you know, it looks like the Chevy Avalanche. And I'm going to yeah. tell you in person, in person, it does look like the Chevy Avalanche. So um, it's really cool to see it in person and some of the lighting signatures on that are amazing. So uh, I was I was pretty impressed looking at it. And uh, that I would say was probably a, a, one of the highlights for me it was to be able to see that in person. And I can't wait um, to spend more time with it. Yeah, it just looks like a real um, I mean, I'm I, I love all the electric trucks. I mean, I've loved the electric system yeah. started even talking about them. Uh, but to see these, uh, you know, to see the Silverado and to also see that they made it you know, Ford's, uh, you know, F-150 Lightning is, it, I've seen it in person, it's a beautiful truck, but it's it's fairly the same as their, um, you know, the, the gasoline engine one uh, in, right. in many ways. The Silverado is is doing that, though, I call it Prius syndrome, where you buy <laughs> it so that you can, uh, you know, show everybody that you bought an electric vehicle. You know, it has yeah. that, that thing to it where it's, it's separate from, uh, the gasoline vehicle. So, so those are going to have uh, a different personality or different cachet to them 
than most of the other, you know, the gasoline engine Chevys. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that one was really cool. And um, to round out the Detroit 3, so we talked about Ford, we talked about Chevy. The other thing that was revealed at the show was a special edition of the Ram 1500. You know, they've got this whole built-to-serve um, special edition going on. And previously, they had honored um, the military. And so now they're starting a new series where they're honoring first responders. And so the first truck up was the 1500 Firefighter Edition. And so um, that was really cool um, to, to kind of see in person. It'll have some unique badging and stitching and, you know, different grill. And, and so um, then you're after the firefighter edition, they are going to do a police and, and uh, like an EMT um, edition. So you, you, you will see um, a trio of special editions coming out on the um, ramp 1500. So I, I would say those were probably the three big Detroit three things that were new in Chicago. Right. Okay. What well, what's the rest of the world uh, doing as far as uh, as the show? Uh, Rivian, they're not there. What's what's going on? With no, this? no, no. So I mean, here's the thing. So Chicago this year is a much smaller show, um, but it is still packed with a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And so you, but you're not going to get some of those random little um, automakers. So, and, and I don't mean to call Rivian random because right, they're kind right. of making a big splash, but like VinFast isn't here. Rivian isn't here. Fisker isn't here. Um, Lucid isn't here. So um, you're not seeing um, some of those new startup electric uh, automakers. Tesla isn't here. Um, but I mean, you do have the Detroit three, you've got Toyota, you've got Lexus, you've got Kia, you've got Hyundai. Um, you've got, uh, you know, as I'm like looking across the show floor, you've got Subaru and their cute puppies. You've right. got a uh, Jeep Ram, um, you know, the Stellantis brand, uh, vehicles you've got, um, Lincoln is here. Uh, I'm like thinking through in my head, you've got GMC, you've got Buick. So, I mean, the Detroit three is really here in force with a lot of vehicles and a lot of things to see. And I was really pleased to see that. And then, um, Kia and Hyundai also have a big presence at the show. And one of the, the other things that is new this year is from Kia, and you're going to see the uh, plug-in hybrid version of the Sportage. Right. So that's the first time the Sportage uh, has a plug-in hybrid, and they've redesigned the, the Sportage for 2023 as well. So uh, that is on display here. And I, I looked at it. I actually spent some time uh, with it on the floor today, just kind of circling it because the lighting signature is really cool. And I have to say at this show, I, I, I don't know, I'm like, and then, and then, and then, like, I'm a kid at Christmas because I love the auto show every year. Yeah. And, um, but, but I, one of the things that I get a super kick out of is looking at the lighting signatures on vehicles because automakers are really starting to do some cool stuff with the headlights and the daytime running lights and the um, sequential taillights. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, the, from the, the Silverado EV to the Kia Sportage plug-in hybrid to... Uh, you know, some of the other vehicles on there that, you know, are a little bit more normal, you've got some really interesting lighting signatures going on. And I, that, you know, that kind of enthralls me. So. And, and it's kind of a place where designers, I mean, let's face it, <laughs> many of these vehicles look so much alike, but there's one place where you can play with stuff. And that is in the lighting signatures, in the you know, <laughs> outboard lights, the in interior uh, ambience lighting and all that kind of stuff that, I mean, I hate that we say that that's where we are these days, but maybe right. it's the new fins, you know, like in the fifties, it was the fins. Now everybody's playing with the lighting to make it yeah. kind of, uh, to make it interesting. And, and let's face it. I mean, everybody goes out and buys those lights and puts it behind their TV. So maybe they have something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Well, you know what I mean? The thing is, is like the design of, especially when you're looking at electric vehicles, the design of these vehicles, you have to have a certain shape in order to make it, aerodynamic enough so that you reap all of the benefits of, you know, the, the, the flow of the air. And, and so that isn't a way that automakers can differentiate anymore. And, and, and so um, lighting signatures and grill designs and little details that you're going to see around the vehicle, that's where you're seeing the differentiation. And so, yeah, I, I, I think uh, lighting signatures are the new fins. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Jill Simonillo is with us uh, from the Chicago Auto Show. Nissan making a little bit of uh, a splash. Uh, didn't yes. they show? 
Yeah, they did. So they had a trio of Frontier concepts. So the Frontier is their midsize pickup truck, and they um, kind of used that as the basis for three concepts. And one was called the 72X, the other is the hard body, and then the final one is the adventure. And they're calling it Project 72X, Project Hard Body, Project Adventure. And basically, they kind of did three different themes. You know, the 72X is a throwback to a 1980s era Datsun 720 uh, pickup right. truck. And so they've got the cool retro graphics on it and it just looks really neat. And then you have the uh, the hard body, which is also another throwback, um, but it's a lifted a little bit more. It has some more rugged things. It has a full-size spare tire in the back. And so it's meant to do some more off-roady things. And then they're totally cashing in um, on the overlanding theme and with the adventure model. And so then they've got the roof racks and the tents and the, you know, bed plates and things like that, that where, you know, this is meant to go off-road and it has a five inch lift. So it's meant to be off-road, but then store your stuff to be able to take you to the adventure and then camp. And so I, to me, the adventure model was probably my favorite because um, it just, it looked really cool and it had, um, you know, some interesting accessories to it. And now, again, these are just concept vehicles, but the fact that they put them on display and I'm going to tell you, Nissan wants you to vote on your favorite. And I'm hoping that means that they will make accessories available or maybe have a special edition trim that would be like the, you know, Frontier Adventure or the Frontier Hardbody or something like that. Because automakers often use auto shows to do, um, you know, these special editions or, you know, to get gauge consumer feedback and reaction, you know, should we build it? And if they get enough feedback and enough um, information, then, you know, maybe, maybe we'll see one of these trucks actually built or, you know, come out as a special edition or some accessories will be available, but they were pretty cool to look at. How are, uh, how are people that drive pickup trucks that build pickup trucks, <clears throat> excuse me, owners that go out and buy these things, how are they taken to the increased packaging uh, that we see? Well, it used to mean you'd buy a pickup truck and then you'd go to the accessory store or the, you know, the speed shop and you buy the shop <laughs> and everything. It seems now that more and more ready to roll off the showroom floor off-road rugged models are available. Are, are, are pickup owners liking that or do they still want to kind of do their personal kind of uh, build it themselves? Well, I mean, so that's the beauty of the pickup truck market because you always have a base work truck that you can, you know, kind of outfit yourself or do what you want to that vehicle. And it's going to be your more rugged version and it's going to be um, the most utilitarian and functional version of the pickup truck. Uh, but then, you know, there's people who now use the pickup truck as their everyday family vehicle. So, you know, they're putting car seats in the back. They are, you know, using it to go to and from work, to commute. And they're the ones who want um, the accessories, the luxury amenities, the features that are more like a family vehicle. So the, the pickup truck is more than just a work truck these days. You know, it's, it's an everything vehicle. And I, I feel like um, automakers are really cashing in on that trend. Right. to um make everybody happy <laughs> i know does that answer your question i kind of like yeah, yeah because uh, you know it, i know that um i remember back long enough that when you know we used to build hot rods and then all of a sudden the gto came along and you could go and buy a hot rod for you know 3500 bucks or four thousand right. dollars and it you know it was a, was, was a pretty fast car right off the showroom floor and everybody follow with the SS and everything like that. And I wonder if that kind of thing uh, now translates over to pickup trucks where people say, well, you know, I could go and buy this one from the factory or I kind of like building my own off-road truck. I'll go get the KYB shocks and this and that and, and slap them in myself instead of just buying it from, uh, you know, as a ready-made package from the factory. Well, that's the beauty of aftermarket parts, right? Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, and, and some automakers really cash in on that. Like you have the Mopar um, parts for Ram, for Jeep, for, um, you know, the Stellantis vehicles, you know, formerly known as Fiat Chrysler automobiles. Um, but, but, you know, you can build the truck factory and get most of what you want, but then you have all these accessories that you can add that are made specifically for that truck. And so I, I don't know, I, I love where we are in the automotive space right now because yeah. it's it's as easy as you want it to be or as customized as you want it to be. And uh, I, I don't know. So I, I think it's, it's kind of a good space that we're in. 
Was there a car that, uh, or a truck that you saw at the show that made you scratch your head and go, why? <laughs> Isn't there always one? And, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, so I, I've done a couple of circuits on the floor and there was one, um, and I, I don't know if it was a concept. I, I'll be honest. I just kind of looked at it and I stared at it and I just was kind of dumbfounded by it. So I, I was like, I, I didn't really dig into what it was. So it could have been a concept and, and it's more on the mobility side of the spectrum, but it was in the Toyota booth and it's the Toyota Rhombus. So like, you know, the, the slanted rhombus square yeah. shape thing. Um, if you Google it, it R-H-O-M-B-U-S, Toyota Rhombus, um, there's one seat in the front and it's in the center. Um, and it's got this grill and I posted, I posted a picture to Instagram because Instagram, because I was just like, this is the weirdest thing I've seen at the show. And, um, but the grill kind of, um, I, I don't know, it kind of has a mouth to it that is texture. I, I, it's really hard to describe. It's got one seat in the front and then, um, it has these weird wheels. And, um, so I don't know if this is supposed to be like a motorcycle mobility type thing. Cause it was like the one person in the front kind of thing, right. or if it was supposed to be, um, um, you know, like for someplace like India or something like that, like an emerging market, you know, this would be your inexpensive alternative. Is this the future? I, I don't know. So like I said, I didn't, I didn't dig into what it was and I'm going to have to do that now that we've been talking about it. But um, that was the one thing that I looked at and I was just like, huh, what, what in the, what? <laughs> like Toyota and Honda seem to have like a little bit of a race to come up with, with something goofy in every auto show. You just don't, you just right. don't quite, you know, quite sit there and go, what, is, what exactly is that? Um, right. we, we've talked before about uh, the, the, the smaller truck market, which is now emerging big time with the Maverick and the Santa Cruz. Um, did right. you notice people walking over to those trucks, looking at them or, uh, you know, kind of, uh, where, where, where are we at? Do we now look at Chevy uh, or, uh, or Dodge looking at those trucks and saying, maybe we got to start thinking about coming out coming up with something like that you know i think they have to i think both um chevy and ram have to come up with a compact pickup truck because here's the thing so uh you know my boss tim estradal and i we were going around to we were kind of waffling not waffling but like alternating between ford and toyota looking at the payload of their full-size trucks so the f-150 and the uh tundra and their payload, like the actual payload of those trucks with the builds that are on the floor, like the most we saw was about 1600 of a payload. Well, you go to like the Ford Maverick and you're looking at a payload of like 1500. So the payload itself isn't that different on a compact truck as it is on a full size truck. That's like two sizes bigger than a compact truck. You know, obviously the volumes are going to be different. The size is going to be different of, you know, what you can fit in the space, but, but payload itself, like to not be different from compact to um, full size is, I think it's fascinating. I think it's game changing. And I think that more people are going to be looking at this compact segment because it is pretty capable and it is, um, you know, I think that there is something there in terms of size, accessibility, maneuverability, and, and, you know, functionality. And, you know, especially for somebody like me who lives in Chicago, um, right. being, having a compact truck, like, so I'm driving a Toyota Tundra this week. It does not fit in my garage. And I had to parallel park that puppy. I, you know, I on a street. <laughs> so Ford Maverick is going to be way easier to parallel park. You oh, know, yeah. than, and the uh, Santa, yeah. I drove the Santa Cruz. It was like, you know, it's like you're driving a, uh, you know, like a Volkswagen bug almost when you get out, you get out of the super duty one week and then you get into the, uh, the Santa Cruz the next week. And it's like, Whoa, wait a second. Yeah. This is actually, this is made for, um, the, the urban, I, I don't know if you want to call them an urban pickup truck, but it's, it's, if you don't have wide open spaces, these are the trucks that you want to look at. You know, if you have yeah. that kind of, uh, you know, you need to park it and get it into a garage. Um, anything else we should know about from the show, Jill, that, that, that really kind of, uh, caught your eye or uh, are we is everything kind of now starting to look toward uh, New York and, and, and what's going to happen there? Uh, I mean, yeah, we're definitely starting to look towards New York, but I would say one of the things that is signature at the Chicago Auto Show is going to be the test tracks. So they have six test tracks here inside on the shore floor. Um, so you can take a ride in, you know, a Jeep, you can take a ride in a Bronco, you can take a ride in some of the new electric cars that are coming out. And that has always been a signature thing. Jeep started this probably, what, 20 years ago at the yeah. Chicago Auto Show? Yeah. So yeah. they've been Jeep, doing... Right? 
Yeah, Camp Jeep, they've been doing these test tracks at the Chicago Auto Show for a really long time. And now it's just built up to this point where Ford has one, you know, and you've got the Ram one and you've got the Kia one. And so um, to me, I love looking at cars. I love touching things. I love, you know, seeing what everything looks like. But the test tracks, that is really cool. So I would say that's probably... Um, one of the signatures of the Chicago Auto Show is in addition to being able to like put your butt in a lot of different seats, you can actually take a ride in them. Yeah, I think, and especially, I, I think um, when it comes to the electrics, especially because there's still a lot of trepidation about from people to get in it and actually drive it and feel it and see how, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I think that's where that and more charging stations, obviously, but yep, that's yep, yep. going to move people from uh, the internal combustion engine, I think, you know, you're going to have to now put them in it and let them drive it around the track once and feel that it's not something that's so it's not a spaceship. It's just a car like any other car, you know, right. it's quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Jill, it's, it's fun to catch up with you. I know we haven't talked in a while, but it's, it's fun that you're at the auto show. Um, if people want to find you on TikTok, how do they do that? Cause that's, I mean, it, you gotta get you, you, your life is incomplete if you're not checking Jill out on TikTok. Yeah, you'll see me climb into small spaces and do silly things and uh, all sorts of stuff. But yeah, you can find me Jill Simonello. So it's just my first and last name together J I L L C I M I N I L L O. And um, I use the hashtag Cartajour. And so I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter using Jill Simonello and Cartajour. So that's yeah, you can find me. Certainly worth the certainly worth the look if you're uh, if if you just if you're fun and you you know listen we have jobs that's supposed to be fun right right exactly you, you know 100%. and you actually apply that to the to the job <laughs> say, okay I'm gonna have fun I'm gonna do this and, and and believe you in this world believe me in this world today I think we need more people that want to have fun instead of uh, you know all the other craziness that goes on. Yeah, um, life's too short to be too serious. Exactly. It's good to catch up <laughs> with you, Jill. Thank you so much for uh, for taking the time. Uh, stay safe in Chicago, and hopefully we'll see you in New York. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to New York this year. Uh, I am, too. I'll see you there. Uh, yes. All right. Take care. Jill Simonello joining <laughs> us here on Drive Time Radio Saturday morning cartoon. Of course, it's Valentine's Day. It's about love. Anyway, this one is a, a standard. It's a great love song uh, that involves a taxi driver. It's Harry Chapin, the late, uh, great Harry Chapin and Taxi. There you go, the late, great Harry Chapin. And if you've ever driven a taxi, you, uh, you may have had an experience uh, somewhat similar to Harry. You know, there's actually a sequel to that song as well, um, where he kind of writes around, you know, them getting back together and everything, but a great song from the seventies and uh, Harry Chapin, uh, talking about his experiences running into his, uh, his old girlfriend one night, uh, picking her up as a fair taxi, uh, the name of the song here on KK and W and one that, uh, boy, that was, uh, I, I mean, I drove a cab for a while when that song was popular and it was really, um, uh, you know, touched a lot of people uh, because I, I mean, it's a very true type of story. I mean, you can imagine that happening uh, to, uh, you know, especially you're in New York City cab driver, you pick somebody up at Studio 54, and you look in the back and it says, Sue, who you used to go out with, but you were a stoner and you didn't want to, you know, you didn't want to take the corporate ladder. You wanted to hang out on the, uh, on the ladder that uh, probably had nowhere else to go but down at some point. But then again, it's all a matter of perspective, right? All right, time now for uh, one of my favorite parts of the show when I tell you about uh, a little deeper um, uh, push into the vehicle I was driving last week. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Nothing ugly about this one at all, as, as a matter of fact. Uh, this may actually be one of the uh, uh, best cars I've driven all year. And in that, and I know it's a short year so far, so I know that, uh, but one of the things that really blew me away about this car is how much it uh, unexpectedly hit me. You know, uh, you, you go into cars sometimes and you, you know, I mean, you expect every car is gonna be decent. I mean, I don't think there's any cars that aren't decent out there. So I like the old days where you would buy a certain type of car and maybe the handles would be falling off or this or that. 
quality control, styling, and uh, so many other things are, you got to be good to be competitive. You can't have real, real lemons. Every once in a while, one comes off the assembly line, but for the most part, everybody's cars are decent, uh, are good. There's no Edsels um, out there these days, or at least I don't think there are. Uh, that brings us to the Infinity QX60, which I did drive last week. Uh, what a car. What an incredible surprise of a car. Uh, it's a newly redesigned for uh, 2022, uh, the QX60. It's a three-row SUV, and uh, Nissan, the parent company of Infinity, has kind of uh, squashed and gone away from that kind of thin pillar floating roof design. There's still pieces of it there but for the most part they've gone back to a treatment of using uh, chrome and uh, different other elements to uh, uh, accent design lines uh, to show off uh, the front and rear bumpers and uh, they've uh, they've made this car an extremely attractive car uh, from its front treatment uh, that has chrome surrounds around the grill, a chrome line that goes under the uh, the valance panel or at the end of the valance panel uh, to the uh, now familiar uh, infinity headlight treatments to the uh, uh, faux cooling scoops on the front. Uh, the car SUV looks aggressive. It looks like it wants to move. It looks like um, uh, the lines and the, uh, the angles of the car give it a, uh, a motion, even when it's standing still, which I like. I, I like that kind of design language. Uh, integrated color mirrors, uh, roof treatment that is, uh, in, in a particular car I was driving, was a deep burgundy color. What a beautiful color on this car. It just, it, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about this car. I was driving down 15th Avenue. Some woman pulled up next to me, rolled out a window. I thought she was going to chat me up. And she started telling me about how much she liked the car. It was really, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good for the ego. Uh, great design, elegant interior, um, a little bit of a stiff ride, but not much. You can move it in and out of sport mode and we'll give you um, a nice um, a ride. Uh, but give you enough uh, sport feel of the road when you need it. The, uh, the 2022 Nissan, uh, really 295 horsepower, 3.5 liter V6, moves it where it's got to go. Plenty roomy inside. As a matter of fact, more elegant of an interior than you would expect out of the QX60. I bought the autograph model, which uh, I think topped out at about $65,000. And it really uh, was everything you wanted a luxury SUV in this class to be. That's Drive Time. I'm New York City. We'll see you next week.